Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side, plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan. Hey, Fried the Burnout Podcast. It was sometime last year that I was keynoting a conference in Philly. The conference was amazing. It was very well put together. Amazing AV team, wonderful host. There was a great swag bag and the lunch was super on point. It hit all the important pieces for the makings of a good conference. And the keynote that I gave was one of my favorites, Resentment is Your Superpower, where we discuss how resentment is a useful tool for defining both internal and external boundaries that need some adjusting in order to get closer to the life you want to live rather than the life you are annoyed that you're living. It's also a really good way to find all the places in your world where you might be abandoning yourself or engaging in some type of self-neglect. So this is one of my favorite things to do because it makes people come alive, it gives people permission to feel real feelings, and the conversations that it leads to both during the session and after are absolutely fascinating. One of those conversations happened during the keynote, and I want to talk to you about it today because it's been a year and I've been thinking about it this whole time. So we are going to, as a community, Fried Fam, this includes you. So if you're listening, you are part of this community. We are now, as of today, going to do something together. We are going to stop giving away the good plate. Now, let me explain what that means. During this particular keynote, I was asking people to admit the fact that they had resentment at all. And I was giving them an opportunity to raise their hands if maybe they're doing something, engaging in something that leads to resentment. And on this particular day, I asked this question, how many of you always give away the good plate when you're prepping food? So say you're getting something together for your friends, for your family. This doesn't matter if you are male or female or non-binary. It does not matter. None of it matters. The fact is you're the one in the kitchen. You're the one preparing the meal. You are plating food. So this is not family style. This is plating food. And you put together a plate that would be your favorite plate. It's Maybe it's the end piece of the meat, or maybe it's the best white piece of the turkey, or maybe it's whatever it is that you like. The cake that has the most frosting. I don't know. You put together what you view as the perfect plate, and then you give it to someone else. I said, how many of you do that? Nearly the entire room raised their hands. These were 90 professional, ambitious people who are regularly giving someone else the good plate. We spent a lot of time over the day talking about things like mental load, talking about things like how women oftentimes have more responsibilities at home. And we don't even take the time, we don't even stop to reward ourselves with the good plate. So what I want you to think about today and what I want you to have in your mind as you go through this next, this is the beginning of 2024, and I want you to start this year with an intention of serving yourself in a way that allows you to be generous with other people from a place of a full cup instead of an empty one. What I want you to think about is how often are you giving away the actual and or metaphorical good plate in your life? What would have to be true in your world for you to feel that it wasn't selfish to take the piece of meat or fish cooked exactly the way you like it, the shake that you made that has all the good pieces of like date that didn't fully break up 
at the bottom of it. It's like my favorite thing at the bottom of a shake. Or you thought that it wasn't selfish to take the assignment for work that you actually want to do rather than the one that you assume no one else wants. So you take it to be the hero, to be the savior. Taking time to think about your answers to these questions, how often you are taking on something bad because you assume somebody else doesn't want it, you assume you're doing someone else a favor, or you're giving away something good because you're assuming that that person does want it. One of the ways that might help you to break this down is to understand that the assumption that you're making might actually be wrong. You might be creating the best plate for you and then giving it to someone who would have preferred plate option number B. Number, letter, B, (laughs) right? You might be giving somebody the best part that you think is the best part, but they don't think is the best part. There was a story, I think it was on a podcast, or maybe it was a client. I don't remember where this came from, but it was somebody about the, the, the pieces of dates at the bottom of shakes. I love dates in a shake. I love that they don't always mix up all together. And then at the end of a shake, when you're drinking, you get like a little bit of candy almost. It's, it's the best. And so someone was talking about how she always gives her husband the shake that has the dates at the bottom because that's a good one. And then he doesn't drink the dates at the bottom and leaves the like smoothie container in the sink with the dates at the bottom. And she at one point was like, hey, dude, what's with the dates at the bottom? Like, I'm leaving you this on purpose because that's the good part. He was like, ew, I hate them. So she had been taking away the pleasure of giving herself something that she enjoyed in order to create more pleasure and joy for her partner. And he was not getting the pleasure or joy from it. So she was not getting the gratitude for being so thoughtful to give up what she wanted for him. So she's not getting gratitude. He's not getting the shake he wants. She's not getting the shake he wants. Pride fam, I tell you in nearly every episode that step one of your burnout recovery is blood work. And I know that a lot of you avoid it because it's a pain and because your doctor has told you that everything is quote unquote fine. And they refuse to test all the things that you think you need. What if I told you that you could test what you want, when you want, from your home with just a couple of drops of blood? Cyfox Health allows you to do just that. You can buy tests as one-offs or join a membership. Either way, you can test and track your results to help you make decisions about your burnout recovery journey. Get 10% off any membership, subscription, or one-time test kit right now. Go to cyfoxhealth.com forward slash fried for your discount. That's S-I-P-H-O-X health.com forward slash fried. All because we're making assumptions about what other people want, don't want, desire, don't desire, what their preferences are. In more than one movie, you've watched this storyline play out. I know I'm not the only one that's seen this. A wife cooks a husband his favorite meal every year on their anniversary. And every year he tells her it's the best he's ever had. But what he failed to mention on that first anniversary 35 years ago was that he hates meatloaf. And he's been afraid to disappoint her for so long that he's been sucking it down every anniversary on and every major occasion for decades. Right. We've all seen this storyline happen. And what would happen 
if we stopped making assumptions, if we stopped making decisions for other adults in our lives, and we allowed ourselves to make decisions that serve us best, and made the assumption that other people are doing the same. Like, are you still cooking a meal every time you see someone because they said they liked it once 14 years ago? Are you still buying your friend a candle every Christmas because you bought one for her a decade ago that she really liked? She's probably got a stack of three of them in her closet that she doesn't know what to do with anymore because she gets these candles so frequently from you. But she loves them, so now you're just trying to make her happy, right? Do you always take the shit job at work because you had a coworker in 1997 that didn't like that task? Do you even like that task? What would you do if you found out that the job you're taking, that shit job that you assume that no one else wants, that you're taking and being the martyr over and sacrificing yourself for, is your coworker's favorite thing to do, but you always swoop in and grab it? You've created this amazing, vicious cycle. This crappy task, according to you, comes in. You swoop it up because you're going to be the savior. You desire and want and look for extra gratitude for making this sacrifice that you don't get because your colleague would have actually preferred to do that task. So instead of feeling grateful for you for taking the crappy debt, the crappy task off their plate, they're annoyed that you took the task again and they're stuck with the crap that they hate to do that you like to do. That might be a little convoluted. It might sound a little convoluted, but I promise you this happens a lot more than you think. So what is the solution here? The solution is to start giving yourself the good plate. Start taking on the tasks that you actually enjoy. I know that that might sound like an oxymoron in the beginning of burnout recovery, but you know as well as I do that there are some things that you shine at and actually enjoy doing, things that don't feel like extra heavy work pressure for you, even though they feel like work to other people. You lean into those things. You give yourself the good plate. You start asking people what their preferences are and start making compromises. Maybe you and your partner or your child actually have the same desire for the good plate. So maybe you get the good plate the first day and they get the good plate the second day. Maybe you work it out as a compromise and you know it's out loud, it's on purpose, that says, hey, this is the good plate, I'm getting it today, and you can have it tomorrow. Maybe we just stop assuming and start communicating. Maybe we start getting curious about what the people around us really and truly enjoy. Maybe we start getting really curious about what we really and truly enjoy. Maybe we stop and we start getting curious about why we're taking on the shit jobs. Maybe we stop and we recognize that even if we don't self-sacrifice constantly, we can still be loved and appreciated. And in fact, the more we get the good plate and get the good job, guess what happens? When you get the good plate and the good job and the good task, your mood improves. And when your mood improves, what happens? You get more generous. And when you get more generous, what happens? You're able to help people and support people in the ways that they want to be helped and supported instead of based on the assumptions that you've been making your whole life because your mother hated vacuuming. So your challenge, my fried community fam, your challenge for the year 2024 
Yes, I said challenge on purpose, because this is a tough one for most of us. Your challenge for 2024 is to give yourself a good plate. If you are in for this challenge, I would love for you to share this episode on social media with the hashtag the good plate. I would love to see that happen. And if there's and if there's like a restaurant called the good plate that we're just going to make really popular because we do this, then even better. Let's start taking the good plate. It's time to end this nonsense. Let's make the change. Let's be the change. Are you in? Hashtag the good plate. See you there. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Ain't gonna burn ourselves out no more. Got each other on our side. Plus all the folks at Fried the Burnout Podcast with Kate Donovan.